It's time for the Mental Health Moment, a show exploring the world of mental health and answers for life. Brought to you by Life Launch Centers. Here's your host, Joe Newman. It's Mental Health Monday. This is the Mental Health Moment brought to you by Life Launch Centers, where we help youth, young adults, and families learn healthy ways to overcome anxiety, depression, and many other mental health challenges. On this show, we talk about current mental health issues and offer real help and insights to how to address your mental health needs. I'm your host, Joe Newman, Business Development Director at Life Launch Centers, where group therapy is helping families heal, grow, and make make the progress families are looking for to, to help their kids successfully launch into life. Now, on this show, we offer... We often reference uh, the statistic from the Center of Disease Control of a study they did in 2016 that revealed that 31% of teens today struggle with anxiety. Well, that study is now three years old, which means many of those teens are now young adults and trying to figure out how to get out there and in the quote-unquote real world and uh, figure out how to succeed. So today, we're talking about young adults and what it's like being a young adult in today's world. In studio today, I've got with me Caden Formaster. He's one of the producers here at Canyon Media. And uh, it's always fun working with Caden as he records and edits these radio shows. He's got a lot of great insights, and I appreciate you being willing to come on the show with me today, Caden. I'm excited to be here. It's kind of fun being on the other side of the microphone yeah, every and now and again. You you often are uh, involved in other shows, and um, I, you know, I'm excited to hear kind of your insights and um, what it's like being a young adult today. Sure. Tell me a little bit about your background so the audience knows where we're coming from. Yeah, so uh, so I grew up in a small town. I grew up in Enterprise. Oh, yeah. Just kind of, you know, small town life. You just, it, it's very different than here in St. George. And St. George isn't that big, but it's Enterprise is very different. Interesting. Uh, so I grew up there. I moved to St. George right after high school. Uh, was here for a few months, went on a, an LDS mission. Yeah. Uh, came back two years later and then... You know, back to St. George, going to college. I uh, met my wife here. Uh, Great. We got, we got married, and it's been just over three years now of marriage, and here I am working at Canyon Media. So, well, there you go. So that's I mean, kind of the shortened version, I guess. Love it. I love it. That sounds like what you what we would say was successfully launched into life. I guess sure. you know you're you're married. You're uh, you know living with your wife. Things are going good. You've got a, st- a stable job. I mean, those are the things that. I think most parents hope and dream for for their kids that they yeah. feel comfortable and have the emotional tools to to launch into life like that. So, you know, but but uh you know, things are different today than they were I think for our parents generation and previous generations that are causing a different result or I guess are making it more difficult for um, young adults to want to address or approach a lot of the decisions you made yeah. in launching. So what, you know, what were some things you think in your life that contributed to helping you take on those challenges successfully? You know, for me, and we've kind of talked about this a little bit off the air, but for me, I kind of grew up in this time 
uh, where social media didn't totally run my life oh, yeah. when I was a teenager. And nowadays, you know, that's just kind of how it is. You know, social right. media is such an integral part of being a teenager. Um, and I didn't really have that because we didn't have smartphones. You know, they were coming yeah. out, but, you know, we couldn't afford them as teenagers, right? Or parents right. couldn't afford to give the teenagers these smartphones. So, so I didn't really have that. So my outlets weren't, let's go to social media or play video games. Like for me, it was music. Like I like playing guitar, yeah. right? Yeah. So for me, I feel like that was such a, a help for me to to uh, learn Relieve that when I'm stress. frustrated that I can yeah. relieve my stress in a way that isn't something that's uh, mind-numbing or anything yes. like that. Like I was being productive while I was relieving stress. You know, I love that because social media in itself isn't inherently evil, but the constant connectivity that we're faced with, you know, it's like, yeah. I, you know, it's funny how we're going on a trip to Lake Powell and you know, even my, my siblings and a lot of people, their first question is, do you get cell service? Is there, is there, are we connected? Yeah. I'm like, uh, the thing I love about going there is that, no, you don't, you, <laughs> you, don't you have to like service. sit down and talk to people face to face and you're yeah. there present. And I think that's a, a major difference. You know, social media was great in the days when you had to go sit down on your computer and yeah. actually spend some time purposefully seeking out those relationships instead of the constant notifications that yeah. interrupt you. Well, I remember like when I first set up my Facebook account, right? And I was 14, 15 years old, maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we're talking like this is, I'm only 25. So we'll say it was 2009, maybe yeah. 2010, somewhere around yeah, there, yeah. 2009. Uh, and it took 30 minutes to upload 10 pictures or something, yeah. you know, like it was, it wasn't like you could just take a picture, upload it immediately. Yeah. You know, you had to sit down at your computer, plug your camera into the computer and you, you know, really... this whole process to, to get pictures up there. And so we didn't, yeah. we didn't care about it that much. It was kind of fun to check it every now and again, but it wasn't it that big of a deal. It didn't consume your life. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole like notifications thing that, you know, we've got this, this constant reminder in your pocket that buzzes every time you get a notification and that's where the addiction that's where the anxiety that's where all of the the problems yeah. come from i intentionally don't um allow notifications from Smart. all the apps yeah and, you know every app when you when you start you know install an app it asks you if you want to allow notifications and i always check no because yeah. i really really don't like my phone dictating what i'm supposed to be thinking about that yeah. day Oh, I yeah. totally understand because if I did that, my phone would be going off constantly because yeah. there's always something that's like, hey, by the way, this is happening or, yeah. hey, here's a reminder of this or whatever. You know, it's always going off. So, yeah, I, I do the same thing. I just say no. I think that's I think that's a good thing. And, you know, so, you know, tell me about, Caden, when you were, uh, you know, facing some of these transitions in life, yeah. like moving out. Mm-hmm. How was that for you? Did you feel anxiety? Did you feel the stresses? Did you look forward to what? what how how did you experience that? So when I was growing up, I always was a very motivated person, and mm-hmm. I still feel like I am. But um, I was really excited to move out. Um, but it was really nerve wracking to be like, okay, well, if I want to move out, like I kind of need a place to live. Yeah. How do I even find an apartment? Uh, yeah. Like where do I even start looking? Luckily, I had some friends that we had discussed, like, hey, let's all, you know, go find something together, whatever. 
and they kind of did that part for me. Yeah. That helped out a ton. Yeah. Uh, Relying on good friends. That's but it, great. But it was nice that, that they were able to do that. But still, I mean, packing all your stuff up. Like, I remember the first week, or I would just say the first month or so that I was moved out. I was back at my parents' house probably half the time. You know, <laughs> like I said, they live in Enterprise. Laundry. So, like, I mean, that's a 45-minute drive to my parents' house if I want to yeah. go see them. And I was there probably half the time. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, it was weird being on my own. And so I, that transition, I was definitely kind of easing into it. Um, but it was still fun. I really enjoyed it. But you're right. it's it's oh, It causes so much anxiety yeah. to just go out and do these things. And it, honestly, for me, I just had to take it head on and just be like, I'm doing this. And I had to let mentally just tell myself like, let's go do this. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. And just, I kind of pumped myself up because you I thought it was going to be exciting. To yeah. Yeah. I felt the same way. I grew up in a family where work was required. I was constantly working. I, in fact, had a job since I was eight years old working for my dad, uh, doing like production, small production work, easy piecemeal stuff. And it was such a blessing because um, I earned my own money. I bought my own clothes. I, you know, learned the values of really taking uh, some of those financial responsibilities on my own shoulders at a young age. So by the time I was 17, I, I graduated when I was 17. I'm, my birthday's in August, so I was a young, young kid in the yeah. class. But anyway, I had my own car that I bought with my own money. I paid my own insurance. I was buying my own gas. My parents, I was, I was kind of financially independent at that point. And so, and I was also the sixth of seven kids. So when it came time to move out, I packed up the stuff from my room that I wanted in my own car and drove to the apartment that I had also got with my buddies uh, in Orem. And uh, my parents weren't even there. They didn't even say goodbye. Like it was so funny. One of my other buddies who he was the oldest in his family, like the whole family piled in the minivan and they all drove down to Orem and, you know, moved them in and they like had the credit card and they like, you know, everybody's crying and, Oh, our son's graduating. He's moving on in life. And <laughs> I got nothing of that. Cause it was yeah, me neither. <laughs> same thing. I was back home. I was getting food. I was doing laundry. Sure. Anyway. You know, there's a lot of transitions in life, and we're going to go to a break here in a minute, but I uh, just wanted to invite everybody, if you're dealing with any serious kind of mental health issues that you'd like some help with, feel free to give us a call at 833-803-3883. Happy to answer questions. We also have a, a booklet called The Emotional Navigator that kind of talks about some of these um, major difficult emotions that uh, families are struggling with, and we'd be happy to give you a free copy. You can also download a digital version at our website at lifelaunchcenters.com. But uh, again, talking with Caden Formaster today about young adults and anxiety. Uh, we'll be back here in just one minute uh, talking more about the transitions of life and how to help these kids succeed. Oh, so your parents made you start seeing a therapist? Well, kind of. Oh, I'm sorry, that's tough. Not really. It's not what you think. What do you mean? Well, it's not like sitting around with some old guy telling him about your problems. It's group counseling. I get to meet with other people our age that are dealing with anxiety, too. And you learn these tools that are really cool. It's helping a lot. <sighs> really? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. I finally feel like I'm getting some real help. 
Back to school for a lot of families means back to anxiety and depression. Group counseling at Life Launch Centers is the answer. Peer groups find empathy as they realize they are not alone in their struggles, and our unique resilience model teaches them how to actually overcome anxiety. Call now, 833-803-3883, and end the anxiety taking over your life. And the best part is that most insurances cover treatment. So call now to do a verification of benefits at Life Launch Centers, 833-803-3883. Welcome back to the Mental Health Moment. It is Mental Health Monday, and uh, today in studio, I've got Caden Foremaster, one of the producers here at Canyon Media, joining us, talking about young adults and anxiety and what what life is like as a young adult today. So, Caden, thanks again for being on with us. Tell me, Caden, you're uh, recently married. Yeah, I've been married for just oh, just over three years. Hey, now. that's great. So, you guys are professionals now. <laughs> well, I wouldn't say that, but we're doing <laughs> I mean, our best. We're doing either. our best. It seems like you're always working at it, you know, yeah. to make a successful marriage. Sure. So, uh, you know, as you were transitioning into that married stage in life, you know, this is a big indicator of a successful launch into life, I guess, you mm-hmm. know. Parents often hope their kids grow up and want to take on that um, challenge in life and experience the joy and the challenges that come from married life. Uh, what was it like for you as you're facing those decisions? You know, it was uh, first off, it was a lot of fun. I was I was really excited to get married because I found someone that I truly loved and I just really wanted to spend a lot of time with them. Uh, yeah. And even to this day, I feel like that's grown so much more just because I've gotten to know her better, awesome. if anything, you know? Yeah. Um, but along with that, definitely come struggles. You know, our first year of marriage was actually really hard. Yeah. Um, it is for most couples. Yeah. And it was just, like I said, it was a lot of just trying to get to know each other and kind of iron out the wrinkles a little bit yeah. of uh, getting on the same page of certain things. Um, but one of the biggest things that I dealt with with getting married was, and like I said, I've, I've always been a very optimistic person. I'm pretty yeah. happy. I, I've just kind of lived my life that way. I've been pretty good about that. But my wife has been kind of the opposite. She's very, uh, uh, you know, suffers with anxiety and depression, yeah. a little pessimistic. Um, and so, so we've kind of clashed on some of those things where, you know, there'd be, there'd be days where, you know, we were in college, right? Yeah. And she would have a paper due the next day Yeah, that it was, let's just say it was like a four page paper, but the stress of just writing this paper was so much that she just would shut down and she just yeah. wouldn't do any of it. And I'm like, okay, it's 10 o'clock anxiety. at night. It's due tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. When you go to class, like, you gotta we, get going. <laughs> we gotta do this. Like, yeah, I know it's hard. I know it's rough, but like buckle you down, can't, you can't quit. You know, it's, yeah. it's, I know it's hard. Um, so, so some of those things were kind of hard on our, on our marriage and that's just because it's like these things to me, it's just like, eh, it's just a paper. I'll just knock it out. It's done. Whatever. Right. And to her, it was the biggest thing in the world. And it becomes debilitating and that's classic mm-hmm. anxiety. You know, that's kids are seeing that not just in the high school realms, but yeah, young adults, they, they're still um, involved in these difficult, stressful situations. And, um, you know, we've, we've kind of created a culture where shutting down is kind of okay and a lot of mm-hmm. people choose that rather than producing or overcoming that anxiety and, and being productive yeah um 
And so what do you do? What did you do with you? How do you help your wife with you know, that? What do you guys do together? So it's changed in the beginning. In the beginning, there was days where... So my wife is a dance major, by the way. Oh, yeah. I know nothing about dance. Yeah. I'm not a dancer. But anyways, there was literally a time where I wrote one of her papers for her because she was so shut down, <laughs> she wouldn't do it. Yeah. And I was like, you have to do we this. This is a big it. part of your grade. And so... And I, I love writing. I'm good at writing. Uh, and so I knocked out this paper for in like yeah. an hour while she was laying on the bed crying. And I was in the other room and yeah, I was like, yeah. here's your paper. And I just kind of oh, handed her sweet a, husband. a, a paper. Out. I was like, look, there's your paper. Hand it to your teacher. And I think she got an A, by the way. <laughs> I, I, I totally just, uh, just. Hey, we're a team here. A, you know? a that's a good marriage. No, that's right. I totally wrote this paper uh, off the fly. I, I had no idea what any of the stuff was. I was just like researching in a book and trying to write yeah, it. Pulling but it we got it done. Nowadays, when she gets that way, because she still does, um, she's gotten better at it. She's definitely seen the world in a more optimistic point of view. She's got a little bit more motivation, but uh, we definitely do teamwork. I sit down with her and say, okay, well, you know you know what's next, what the next step is in, in writing a paper or whatever. Luckily, this is her last semester, by the way. Oh, up. thankfully. So, yeah. Uh, but, we, you know, we get through those things together now. Um, we, we've really learned how to work as a team more so than that's great. Uh, me just doing things for her, which... You know, that's very enabling in a way. So. Yeah. You know, that's a good point. We talk a lot about that at Life Launch Centers where, you know, the counterfeit to love is enabling where uh, sometimes you got to have to um, demonstrate for uh, someone dealing with anxiety uh, on how to do what you're asking them to do. Right. So yeah. parents, you know, if if they are, you know, struggling with knowing how to find an apartment. Right. You don't want to just throw them out there and let them learn all by trial and error, sure. give them a little direction. But, uh, but like you said, with your wife, you're working with her. She's doing more of it now. And, and that's the whole point. You're, it's all about progress. It's yeah. all about trying to help them take that next step. And essentially what that we call that is building resilience, you yeah. know, emotional resilience. Yeah. So I love that. And, and, uh, especially in a companionship, um, those kind of principles are really important. Parenthood is a little different. Uh, I think you have to be even more disconnected as a parent. Mm-hmm. Give your child more space. Let them learn more from their own mistakes. Companionship in a marriage, you know, that's... I I feel like in my marriage, um, we definitely work together through things more. Sure. And so um, that's great. I mean, talking about parenthood now... Caden, are you a parent yet? Not a parent yet. Well, how Not does that how does that feel for you as a young adult addressing that next step yeah. in life? It's something that I'm excited for, uh, for when it does happen. It's nothing that we're planning on anytime soon. Yeah. Uh, but I am excited for it. You know, I'm excited to have kids. I I'm the youngest in my family, and so I have a ton of nieces and nephews. Yeah. So being the uncle, like I've been able to to deal with little kids and stuff. And I love it. I think it's so much fun to, to see these little kids just grow up and kind of gain their own personalities. And I love it and I'm excited for it, but it is nerve wracking to think, Hey, I have to keep this living thing alive. Yeah. Yeah. I I gotta do what's best for them. For their safety. Um, So, so, so it is a little scary going into it. Um, and I'm sure it'll get even more scary when, when I know that my wife's pregnant and then it's actually real. Uh, yeah. but for now, just the thought of it's a little nerve wracking, but I think we'll be fine. That's awesome. You know, I have seven kids. Uh, I'm about, I'm 30, I'm going to be 39 here in a month. 
And uh, I was kind of just young and dumb. You know, we got married real young and we were just like, let's just do this thing, right? And yeah. everybody has kids. Let's just go for it. I mean, I've always wanted kids and I am, um, you know, kind of a more happy-go-lucky kind of personality sure. too. But um, but I tell you, parenting is scary. It's really scary. Yeah. Especially nowadays when you see a lot of the stuff that's going on around the world, it's like, I got to try to raise a kid in this. Yeah, exactly. You know, like where are we going to be when that kid is is going into their adulthood? Yeah. Like where are we going to be then? Because it might be really hard for them. Yeah. You know? And that's that's kind of some thoughts that I've had that that are the scary stuff, you know? You know, and, and I think that's often what stops people from deciding to have kids or, you know, raise family. There's a lot of youth and young, a lot of young adults today are choosing not to have children. Um, honestly, for me personally, that uh, breaks my heart, I guess, because I've learned and grown so much as a parent and had some of the most meaningful relationships and experiences in life because of parenthood. I totally understand, though, how anxiety, depression, if if you're struggling with that so bad that you don't have your own stuff together, then taking on more responsibility as a parent can be really overwhelming and maybe not even a, a great idea. But but the point is none of us, I think, mental health isn't like a, you know, it's not like physical health where you just, you got a broken arm, you go get your arm fixed and you're, you know, good to go. It's something where it's a constant um, maintenance kind of thing. Yeah. You know, with with anxiety, with depression, you got to really intentionally um, do exercises, do things to take care of yourself to help you enjoy these other meaningful experiences in life like marriage and parenthood and independence moving out. Um, you know, I really appreciate you being on the show today, Caden, and, and your insights. I think the young adults today have um, some new challenges that we got to be, uh, we need to be empathetic about and validate, but also provide the skills and training and environment that they can learn these things. I don't think it's a matter of ability with youth or young adults today. I think it's more a matter of culture and um, environment. And so it's a matter of us helping establish the kind of environment that is helpful. Definitely agree, for sure. Again, I'd like to thank everybody for joining us today on the Mental Health Moment. We'd love to have you back next Monday right here on St. George News Radio at 6 p.m. Um, and if you have any questions, please give us a call uh, at Life Launch Centers. It's 833-803-3883. Uh, talk, call us and talk about the uh, the group therapy program. If you've got some some serious needs, you need some young adults in your life who are looking to take that next step, our group therapy program can help so much. But we'll be uh, back here again next week. Uh, 6 o'clock on St. George News Radio. We appreciate you joining us today for your this mental health moment. Life. You've been listening to the Mental Health Moment, brought to you by Life Launch Centers. For more info, visit them at lifelaunchcenters.com.
and I'm chasing sleep. Everybody's worried.